0: Go, <laughs> This is the first uh, inaugural episode of the cashed out podcast. My name is Alex. I'll be your, your MC for this event. I have with me, my two boys from Phoenix, Arizona. I got Ricky, the boy, Hamilton.
1: Hello. Hello. How are we doing?
0: And I got Jacob with the sunglasses, the motto.
2: What's up everyone.
0: We uh, just some background on us briefly, briefly, briefly. We are just uh gambling uh, enthusiasts. We've enjoyed it for various years. Um, many different years, but, uh, we've been having fun with it and we decided to channel some of our creative energy and create this podcast and hopefully get it out to the world to share our picks and just, you know, kind of create a little, little community here. So you can follow us at a uh, cashed out pod on Insta and Twitter. Um, we're, we're putting it up on Spotify and Apple podcasts as well. So you can, uh, get the, get the pod from there. Um, uh, but make sure to follow us like comment subscribe i'm not sure exactly i you know watching twitch streamers they say a lot of stuff so just do some of those things make sure you follow us on all the socials and leave some comments on twitter tell us our pics are shit let us know uh without further ado though we we love to have you here and we're going to get into a little bit of uh, a recap from last week it was a very interesting week we had some good games some bad losses uh, let's talk about what went well, what went bad last week, and then let's move on to the to the current week. Cause there is time and there's money to be made. What went well, boys, what are you guys thinking?
2: Yeah. You know, I actually had a really good weekend this week, uh, betting, I went 12 for 14 on my money line picks, but the two teams that really screwed me out of a perfect pick this week were the Broncos and my hometown pick the Raiders. Now we all know that the Raiders are kind of going through some stuff right now. So it's, it's semi understandable, but man, at the end of the day, you just don't expect your team to be the one that uh, that affects you in that way. And then the Broncos, that was kind of a big letdown for me. I expected them to put up more of a fight, have a little bit better defense and um, they kind of just got smoked. I didn't expect it. They had a little bit of a fourth quarter comeback. I thought, I thought, For a hot second that maybe they'd score that touchdown they threw a pick and that was that was the game but dang man um was Teddy Broncos and the Raiders was two loves
0: man and they still lost to the Steelers they were getting
2: smoked by the Steelers for the majority of the game it didn't look pretty their defense wasn't really getting to Ben um he was throwing all over him I think the like in the first drive of the of the game he had like a 50 yard bomb to Deontay Johnson Scored a touchdown. Oh my gosh. So I saw Chase
0: Claypool had 22 points on fantasy. Of course he was on my bench, but.
2: Right. And it, it started out rough, you know, and it ended better than it started out. That's for sure. I expected the Broncos, like I said, to put up more of a fight throughout the game, have a little bit better defense, but they almost pulled it off. They threw a pick at the very last play of the game. And uh, yeah, it was just a bummer. The Broncos and the Raiders, my AFC West are what ruined me and ruined a perfect 14 for 14. Rick Ham,
1: Rick Hamm, tell us what didn't go well for you, bud. Jay, I'm definitely with you there on the, uh, on the Broncos. I had them teased out. I was getting seven end of the game. They went for two and I'm just screaming while sitting on a plane, just kick the fucking field goal. Right. And so <laughs> of course they don't. And I'm praying for that backdoor cover. They get picked off at the end. I, I was just really like you very surprised that they couldn't get to big Ben. Right. Again, not a very mobile quarterback anymore. Still has some good weapons, right? We talked about Claypool. I just thought that they were going to get to the quarterback Von Miller and others. It, it just didn't really happen. So that one really got me. Uh, I think I speak for most betters that are listening to this podcast. When I say that green Bay, uh, I think I had green Bay, a number of different ways uh, giving three and a half. And that uh, ultimate meltdown that happened uh, with both of those kickers, not being able to find uh find the ball through the uprights. That one was super surprising. I will say a little bit of a good takeaway though. It seems like the Bengals are a solid team, right? Their defense held them. It was really a, kind of a weird game just in general. A lot of uh, backup running back action, uh, Samaj P. Ryan and A.J. Dillon both going in for touchdowns. I, I think that the Bengals have a chance going forward to to be one of those teams that, you know, underdog, you can kind of get some points there. But really, Green Bay, I think, over and above was the thing that really screwed me out of a couple of my bets. One of our next shows should be like who's the best
0: in each each of the conferences because I think that the Bengals looked pretty solid. I I definitely think the Packers are the best in their in their in their division, and I think the Bengals might also be making an interesting case for theirs as well. So I can't wait to watch them play the Ravens down the line. Um, The team I'm going to go on mine really quickly. The team that uh, messed me up the most was definitely the Vikings. I had them teased. They were I think it was down to three and they they were doing it they were fine and then all of a sudden out of nowhere the stupid lions made it interesting and then they had to kick a field goal at the end off of a you know stupid bomb to win the game and i was so bummed go for the touchdown but of course that's not they don't care about my bets my minus three they just care about the win so they got that and they had the lions coach crying at the end so you know good for them in a way but also shitty for me so at the end of the day it is what
1: it is you know, I think last week in our uh, week zero prep, we kind of had a bit of a conversation here about the Lions, right? I, I thought we'd kind of made a collective understanding that the Lions were off limits. We don't touch them. And of course, what does Alex do? He doubles down and uh, it screws his week. So I'm Ricky, a little, Ricky, little confused there. It was, it was there a what lock. It was a
0: lock. There was no way. There was no way well, that's a pretty after crappy that, lock. I'm I'm fine. You tell you that after they did that to me the last week, okay, I had no choice. I was like, the Vikings got this. I couldn't bet for the line, so I bet against them. I think that the, the key is just gonna be stay away. Those are all the bad things. What did we like about last week? I know um for sure, for sure, for sure, the Chargers. I think we we were all big fan of them. Um, they looked really good the week prior. I believe it was against the Chiefs. They looked amazing, and then The chargers are out here scoring, you know, millions of points against every team. The chargers are legit. Tell us Jay, what do you got?
2: Yeah. If I can just add one thing to this, I think I'm bummed out that we didn't get last week's episode out there on Spotify and on Apple podcasts and even on Twitter because we, we called that game to a T I want to give credit to Ricky because he said that was going to be a shootout. And might I tell you, it was a shootout. I think we had over 400 yards passing for both of the quarterbacks. It was monstrous.
1: 89 points scored. I think the over-under was just south of 50. Looking at that and looking at the way that the Browns have played, I mean, obviously, Baker Mayfield torn labrum. Like, how, how is he doing what he's doing? But still, nonetheless, tons of points, tons of scoring. If he could find a way to really connect with Odell, there were so many critical third downs, both in that Vikings game and in this game, where it just they're not connecting, right? If Jarvis is there, I think both of those games, they find a way to win. I, I don't really understand what's going on there. But again, that over absolutely smashed by by almost 30 points. We'll we'll talk more about both the Browns and the Chargers for next week, but that was a hundred percent um one one that we kind of nailed on the head. Another team that I know that I was in love with last week was the Cowboys.
0: They were playing the Giants and uh the the week zero episode um, you know, isn't isn't available, but I the Giants are falling apart and the <laughs> the, the game was I'm laughing as a sports watcher, but for these, for these young men, uh, not fun, right? Daniel Jones getting up after getting hit in the head, like wobbly, holy crap. Like that's scary. And he's on track to play this week, which I don't know how that's even humanly possible. Like that's insane to me, but I said a lot last week, the Giants took us or the Cowboys took a step. I don't think, I think they're, you know, they're, they're the. The nice donut for George Costanza sitting on top of the garbage pile that you know, he it's there for him to take. And I just think the Cowboys are there to be a, above the division. Smoke the smoke the Giants.
2: Cowboys were nice last week. Did you see Saquon's ankle? I oh. was so I, I couldn't tell if it was like a photoshopped image that I saw, but that thing looked messed up. And it turns out it's not broke, bro. And I want to talk. I, I like, we spraying. need to
0: talk about like the 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 incredibleness of the human body but also the stupidity because like how insane is it that like daniel jones can get smacked in the head like that or antonio brown getting hit in the head by bonte's Berwick, like and not be dead and then saquon barely steps on another guy's ankle and like it was insane it's literally insane how big that looked like i mean i amazing dude
1: yeah, joe that was, that was bro throat throat oh my gosh what does that even mean (laughs) like oh my god that just sounds horrifying he's not gonna be talking yeah the uh it is uh not looking good for those guys
2: they look like they've been
1: massacred
0: well enough reminiscing we have the falcons as a good thing from last week but we were all losers in that game just for watching it so we're gonna move on i don't even want to talk about it we're gonna talk this week Bro, we well, let's move, Jay. Let's move. We'll talk about this the was Falcons my day. fire
2: take <laughs> from last week. How are you going to ask me it. up like that? Hey, nobody heard it, Jay. Everyone heard because it was pick number one. I said Falcons <laughs> are going to take this game, and that's exactly what they did. I told you rookies don't travel well. The British accents are a little funky to understand. It British, got in, ghosts. We yeah, British it. ghosts, we did talk about. British ghosts got in it. Zach Wilson's head. He didn't play well. They they have still failed to win an away game in the NFL, and they're just not coming together as a team. But I called it. I just want to say that for the record. All
0: right. All right. All right. All right. We're going to go to the, uh, the first game. Let's take a look here. The first game on the slate, which I do not believe this is a Thursday night game. It is a Thursday night game. Oh my Lord. We got bucks. Uh, The bucks will be visiting Philadelphia. The Eagles bucks are minus six and a half uh, as the away team over under is 52. What are your thoughts on this one, boy? The bucks to me, they're going to smash Eagles
1: are kind of up and down. So, you know, my take is pretty normal. What do you guys have? Well, looking looking at the last game, I, I felt pretty good about Jalen Hurts. They've got a lot of weapons, right? Their defense actually got some pressure when you look at Sam Darnold, right? He, he obviously not a mobile quarterback. Brady's not a mobile quarterback, right? Those guys got there, created some trouble, created a little bit of distress. Obviously, Brady is a different quarterback than Sam Darnold, and the weapons for the Bucks are much better than the Panthers. But I think if you look at, like, the over-under 52 points – I think the Eagles are going to be able to move the ball. Maybe it's one of those late game covers where, you know, bucks are up by 14 bucks are up by 10 Eagles come back and and push that over Uh, six and a half points. I think the bucks cover that pretty easily, but really to, to me, when you look at this game, it's far more a story of the Eagles offense, being able to move the ball hurts, being versatile, moving the pocket can scramble for first downs had a couple rushing touchdowns uh two-point conversions and such. The only thing that I'm looking for is Zach Ertz to get a little more involved. Last game didn't see much of him. I think they can take advantage and and at least keep it close. I still got the Bucks six and a half. They should just send him to the Cardinals right now. Right now. We 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 need him. Hey man, I'm I'm up for it. We need him.
0: Jay, you got any takes for this one?
2: I've just got a slightly different take on this one. I do agree that the Bucks are going to win this game, but I get nervous when I see uh, a six plus spread. And I know the Bucs usually cover their spreads. They've looked really well. Um, and they really have a good defense that is going to stop the Eagles uh, being able to break the pocket and run the ball. Um, but six and a half is just something that I, I struggle to wrestle with. Anytime that I see a spread that high, I just don't know about it. I know the Patriots have, or the, the Bucs have played some, some tight games like when they played the Patriots. So I get nervous when I see something like this because I know that the Eagles have at least what it takes to put some points on the board and to be competitive
0: and i agree man the last couple of games the eagles out of nowhere have been like competitive like you said right they lost the chiefs it was by a lot but like 30 points they were you know they were hanging for a little bit like we were praying for those overs for some bombs and tyreek caught some deep ones that like pushed the chiefs over right and they won that game but the panthers were winning and then all of a sudden the eagles are you know competing so like i i get it i get it six and a half is, is a big spread especially as a away
2: game yeah, I think in this one, I'm still taking the bucks, bucks money line, or I might put, throw it in the teaser and, and tease it down to half a point.
1: I think if you look at the the line for passing yards from Jalen Hurts, I mean, last game, he only had 182 yards, right? I mean, they moved the ball, total offense, almost 300, but he's not really a, a serious passing threat, right? It's, it's more of those kind of short screens, him rolling out, maybe getting some yards, RPO kind of stuff. I think looking maybe at the under if you get something around two fifty right sometimes in some of those apps you can parlay those of you know maybe given two and a half from the bucks and under for for Hertz yards you know might be something you can kind of tease around with.
0: Let's get to uh, to the beautiful day that is Sunday. We we do we're acknowledging that there is another. Um, Another London game where we're all losers, but we're going to skip over that one. This time, I think, even more warranted than the Jets versus the Falcons. This is Dolphins-Jags. That's all I'm going to say about it. It's in London. Wake up early if you want to, but uh, enjoy your rest on Sunday morning. That's what I'm going to say for that one. So we're going to start with this one. Uh, We're going uh, Giants um, versus the Rams. The Giants are the home team. The Rams minus 10 and a half. Huge spread. Not surprised by that one as the Giants are literally fielding, you know, zombies or you know pieces of frankenstein put together 10 and a half is high i'm not a big fan of you know that's (laughs) two touchdowns is a lot even against uh, you know a dead team i'm feeling uh a tease for the rams for this one the rams have looked good even lately and you know they won against seattle last week they've had a couple days extra to rest i'm not surprised though i'm just gonna say this that matthew stafford's struggling I think he was a good he is a good quarterback. I do think he's better than Jared Goff, but he was with the Lions for a long time, put up some really good numbers. But those Lions teams, as we all know, were not the best teams. And he was at the helm of those teams. Yes, he didn't have the best players, but you know, I, I think he is uh people might have overhyped him a little bit at the beginning of the year. And we'll see it's a long season, but uh definitely, definitely feeling the tease for the Rams. Three and a half, and maybe look for some sort of extra tease before I throw it over to Jay, some sort of little extra there just to get it to three so that I don't have to to worry about that half point, because that's going to screw me up if the Giants somehow are in it with a field goal. I would like to get to three though. So uh, throw it over to Jay. What do you think, bud?
2: Yeah. With this one, I know that I said that uh, any lines over six are uh, they get me a little bit on edge. And for that philosophy, I will say that I would take the Rams in a tease with the bucks. I'm going to throw another, another team in there, but at the same time, I do think that the Rams are going to cover the spread. We the don't Giants even know who's just, gonna
0: play. We talked about it already. Like we don't even know. Yeah. Like having, it, is it better for them to have Daniel Jones play with a concussion or to have Mike Glennon play? I don't know. But either way, like the Giants are losing this game, and it hasn't even started. This the last game they played against the Cowboys came at a huge freaking cost of human power. Like uh, there's, I, I just don't even see this game being close. I feel you ten. You know, over ten is is not a big, you're know,
2: not a big thing. I don't think. Is Glennon the backup quarterback? For the, yeah, for yeah. The Giants? My Glennon,
0: my Glennon, dude. He's the backup quarterback. It's insane. It's insane. And there, I mean, if I'm Danny, if I'm Daniel Jones right now, I am just worried about my life and my health. Like after watching him get up and wobbling, like I can't imagine that that boy's mother did not call him seven times this week and say, "Are you sure? Are you sure you want to play this sport? You know, maybe we should get you into competitive knitting or something." Like, there's no way. I don't know. I don't know, but I agree. Rams, Rick, you got to take her now.
1: I, I, I'm going to double down on what you guys said, right? I think when you look at the injury report, Daniel Jones, Saquon Barkley, Gallaudet, Darius, Tony, Sterling Shepard, who's going to play, right? Are they going to go down to the, the elementary school and start fielding kids from the playground? Is he
0: eligible to play? Is he still good? The guy dude, who I got in the okay, I well, don't know.
1: I would. I know. He's a rookie, that, but they need him. Question. I mean, they need him right now. They need everybody. They need any, anybody, their whole practice squad's got to be activated. I think the the big one here, obviously 10 and a half points, a lot to give. I th- I'm with Jay give the 10 and a half. This is going to be a bloodbath. Look for under, under yards, under total yards for the giants. Right. But I see Alex shaking his head, but I know I over under, I'm thinking like over half.
0: under a hundred offensive yards. Like, I don't
1: know, man. Like, <laughs> it's going to be, 100. it's, it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough sledding. We're
0: going to move on to the third game of the week. This is uh Washington football team being the home team. Chiefs will be away. Chiefs are coming off a, I'm going to say fabulous loss, not because I hate the Chiefs or anything, but because the game by the bills was so damn good. It was, it was truly amazing. The Chiefs look razzled. Um, they look out of sorts. I'm not saying that there's any chance that the, the Washington football team is going to win, but. that was a a truly spectacular Sunday night game for us to all be able to witness too. So, uh, chiefs are opening minus seven, no surprise there. 55 and a half is the over. Uh, I'm going to let somebody else go first for this one. I've been doing a lot of talking. So, uh, Jay, you want to, you want to start us off?
2: Sure. So I think with this one, um, I'm going to complete my three team teaser right now and and call the chiefs, uh, minus seven, but I'm going to tease it down to a minus one and i think that's a that's a pretty safe pick i think that the chiefs have struggled to to stop anyone on defense and that's my only like nervousness about the chiefs team themselves you know they played a really kind of bad game against the bills they still defense, were able to move the, the ball a little is bit cheese
0: man they used to say in backyard uh backyard sports that like the defense has more holes than my socks
2: They do. And I think that's the problem. And that's why I get nervous with any sort of cheap spread at this point in the year. They haven't proved anything um to me as far as being able to stop in offense. And I think Washington's been able to score against some teams. So I'm going to tease this one down to minus one and throw that in my three team teaser right there.
0: I like I like that the Washington defense. I don't think they they were very hyped at the beginning of the year. And Ricky's got a stat he's going to share with us, but Um, I think the Washington football team was very overhyped at the beginning of the year. They have not been proven what they needed to be. I think this is going to be uh, a prove it must win game uh, for the chiefs. And I think the offense is good. Mahomes is going to come out and they're just going to kill. I think, I don't think it's going to be close. This one, I
1: might even leave at seven, but I mean, we'll, we'll see. To, To me, I have a slightly different take. This one is a little bit of a stay away, right? If this was six and a half, I'd feel a little bit better. That extra point, really scares the crap out of me, right? The Chiefs are last in scoring defense, last in yards, and they're on pace to give up the most yards of any defense ever, ever. Not just this season, ever. The linebackers are are brand new. The secondary is making very, very, very poor plays. Tyron Matthews, shell of himself, Chris Jones, who all pro, really strong player. He was out last week, but they moved him from defensive tackle to defensive end. Not looking good, right? The the Bills did not blitz Patrick Mahomes a single time last game. A single time, they dropped seven people into coverage, and he could not pick them apart. I think there's rush, a little the bit rush of a step in there, though.
0: The rush was uh, getting
1: uh, there. With four, right? And that that shows you, hmm, uh, granted, true. Bill's defense is slightly what, different than Washington's. That's Washington. what I would say more than anything. But at some point, when you look at the talent, when you look at the players that are along that defensive line in Washington, I'm not saying they're the Bills by any stretch of the imagination. I'm just saying, am I going to lay the seven? Probably not. Teasing it down to one, sure, if you get them in a sweetheart, plus three, Okay, but I I would not touch this game straight up. This one feels like a trap game. Coming off a of Sunday night, players banged up. Yeah, I, not a big fan.
0: We're gonna we're gonna jump to the next game, and we're gonna let we're gonna let Ricky talk about this one first. Um, it's a NFC NFC North showdown. We got Bears home to the Packers. Packers are minus four and a half, which is a, cra- a crazy stat in Soldier Field. I think that the Bear the Packers are good. Bears have been frisky. Over unders forty five and a half. Ricky, let's hear your take, man. What do you got?
1: You know, I think I'm going to take a little bit of a, a contrary, uh, a contrary pick here, and, and frankly, it may just it, it, it may just be a little bit of a oh. sore 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 taste in my mouth. I, I'm going to go with the Bears here, right? Since Justin Field has has come into this team, they look pretty good. Now, granted, Raiders are nothing to write home about, right? But that defense Oof. that the Bears have. <laughs> is real. Right. But so when you look at the Bengals and you look at the bears defense, I would say the bears are a fundamentally better defense. You know, Khalil Mack, Roquan Smith, Smith, Robert Quinn, they have 11 and a half sacks as a unit so far. I think they're going to be able to get to Rodgers. I think they're going to be able to slow him down. I think there's a little bit of versatility that you are going to get out of fields. Williams stepped in for uh, a Montgomery in the backfield and did a pretty solid job averaging 4.3 carries uh 4.3 yards uh per game last time so i'm you know per i'm gonna step out on a limb i'm gonna go bears minus four and a half plus four and a half you know what well i'll take i'll take <laughs> him whatever way i can get him.
0: <laughs> don't tease it the other way man those odds have got to be insane imagine if you did bears minus four and a half oh my gosh um, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm more on the Packers for this one, but it's definitely scary. I mean, the Bengals have to be good, right? I think there needs to be a little bit of credence when we talk about the Bengals these days, because in years past, the Packers would have crushed the Bengals. You you circled that one as like a whoop at the Packers game, but the Bengals showed out. And I know we're talking about the bears here, but like the Packers have been, been doing a little bit of work and the Bengals were able to hold. And I I'm going to say that the Bengals are better than the bears right now. They're three and two, the bears are three and two, but I, I think the bear, I think the Packers are going to be able to, to cover that four and a half. That that's kind of where I lean. Um, what do you think, Jay?
2: Yeah, I agree with you, Alex. I think that the Packers are going to be able to cover the spread. I, I don't think that Justin Fields has, has shown me or proven that he can uh, do what it takes to win close games. Like they beat the Raiders outright. They beat the, you know, they destroyed the Raiders. It was, it was not a competition, but you've seen Aaron Rodgers time and time again, find ways to win games. I see them winning by a touchdown. I think they're going to cover the spread. I think it'll be a close matchup throughout most of the game, but I think uh, at the end, they're going to win by a touchdown. I
0: also think Aaron Rodgers likes being the best in his division and letting all of those teams know, like, you're so close. haha, <laughs> Psych. Like I think he likes beating the crap out of those teams. So that, that scares me too. Um, before we move on. So th- we're, we're doing the Packers and we're going to do the Bengals. Game next, But before we move on, we're going to do a little segment uh, in honor of all the kickers this week. We're going to call it the kicking or sticking uh, little segment in honor of the kickers. Um, back when you were a kid, fourth down, you're, you're stuck. Your friends ask, Are you going to kick or stick? And of course you want more offense. So you, go, you stick, you go for it. Um, so I'm going to give the boys some options here. Um, We're going to hear their answers, whether they would kick or keep the ball, go for it on fourth down. So I'm going to give them an easy one to open first. So fellas, if it's fourth and goal on the opponent two yard line, time's running out. You need a TD. What are you going to do? This is an easy one. Stick it. You're going to stick, right? You're going to stick. You need the touchdown. Time's running out. It's close. Okay. So we're going to go to the next one. A little bit, a little bit tougher here. It's fourth and goal from your opponent. Six times, not really a factor right now. Don't worry about the score. Are you going to, are you going to kick? Are you going to stick?
1: stick i I might be kicking here
0: okay okay we got a little debate there i'm okay with that and then we're gonna go here to this last one this one's a little bit tougher fourth and two from the opponent 35 yard line you're gonna kick you're gonna stick
2: has my kicker missed a kick so far today
0: (laughs) we're gonna say we're gonna say this is in the fourth quarter we're gonna we're gonna leave that up to up to you so i'm I'm gonna say first quarter this may be your first possession It's fourth and two the opponent 35 You're, you're just trying to get points jay what are you thinking
1: I'm kicking this one.
0: Okay. Okay. I
1: got, I got Justin Tucker and I'm, I'm about to bury that thing through the uprights.
0: And I'm going to give you the correct answer for all of them, because there's only one correct answer forever. Now it's stick every single time. I can't even like, before we move on Packers, you know, Bengals. they missed five go ahead field goals they went to overtime like Mason Crosby needed to make that otherwise I would have feared for the man's life like I still kind of do worry about him but like how how is that man last week alone there were 26 total failed kicks in the NFL that's almost two a game
1: Ricky came in when we were talking about Absurd. it Ricky what was your stat for kicks what was your was field 13, goals? 13 missed extra points extra points gimmies and they couldn't even make it happen it was absurd all three of us at some point in our in our
0: lives have played soccer and i think all three of us would would do well to be nfl kickers i would love the paycheck if i miss them who gives a shit right nobody cares i will take it like i'm 100 on board for that sign me up so just remember that if your team is kicking be be afraid be very afraid okay so without further ado we're going to move on to the lines and the Bengals game and the lines have done me dirty so many times it's Bengals minus three. uh Lions are home. Bengals minus three. Forty-seven and a half is the over/under. I'm I'm gonna start because I don't even know what to do. I had I bet the Lions plus nine last week. I bet the Vikings against the Lions minus three. I don't know, Ricky. What what are you thinking,
1: man? hey a- a- Alex, what did we say earlier in the pod? What what was what was the feedback I gave you that we collectively came to a okay, consensus? So, if so you last would, week for for the pod.
0: Last week that nobody heard, we decided to never bet the Lions again or a game involving the Lions. If, if Lions are on the field, you stay away. That was the rule. And I didn't listen. So that is my bad. I only had one bet last week and it involved the Lions. And because of the Lions, I didn't win. Um, so just depression.
2: I think that's one of the Ten Commandments is if the Lions are playing, stay away. We'll thou shalt stay away. We'll have to get somebody <laughs> to
1: add that to the doc, and we'll do we'll do some Ten Commandments. But that's a solid one. Now, um, I, I all all of that to say, I am all in on the Bengals giving through this week. There is absolutely no way you can watch that Green Bay game and think that they're not going to cover this spread. The weapons, Joe Burrow's versatility, his movement in the pocket, he scratched go the, the field. Oink. <laughs> he's, he's gonna he's gonna need one of those voice boxes because he still probably can't speak even after a full week of recovery but I, I look at this game i look at those weapons jamar chase is a fucking freak he's gonna be rookie of the year i i am going and i'm gonna lay those three no questions asked lions be damned i
0: think i'm gonna skip the game just because of the lions i really do like the Bengals as well but i think I, I think I need to just stop for this one. The Lions are my drug, and they have not been kind to me. So I'm going to leave that one alone. Jay, you have any thoughts on that? Are you ready to move on, buddy?
2: No, I think I'm. I'm going to skip that game for sure. They've they've done me dirty too many times uh, in that pod last week. I said you never, ever, ever trust the Lions, and I'm going to I'm going to stick with my gut here and just
0: skip. I mean, and you're you're Moses. You're the one who made it a commandment. So we're going to have to we're going to have to take your word at that, Moses. Ricky, Ricky will uh, he'll face the wrath of God on his own. Um, this is a game that I, I don't want to talk a lot about the Browns are home playing the Cardinals Browns are minus three, uh, 50 and a half is the over under. I'm going to give my two piece. I'm just going to stay away from this one. This is, I'm not a big fan of rooting for my team. Um, I, I feel like the the Cardinals are maybe a little bit closer to the team that played the Niners, especially with Chandler Jones out, especially with Kyler having somebody touches his bicep on the sideline. All of that scares me, man. We lost Max Williams. We lost, um, our center. I'm, I'm really scared. The Browns have a good run team. The Cardinals don't have a good run defense. I'm worried,
1: man. Ricky, Ricky make me feel good. I'm not betting this game, but make me feel good. If if you look at the injury report for the Browns, there are 21 players currently on that report and it's not your backup safety or the punter. It's guys that start on their team. It's their is it their two starting running backs. center.
0: Their starting center. I mean,
1: I, I, I you put me on the spot here. I don't see. Actually, I do see their starting center did not practice today. Is it Chandler Jones? Uh, no, that's for the Browns, my friend. No, but, but Chandler saying, Jones though, like, is out. Chandler Jones players? is is out for this game. Yes, I mean, it's it's Jadavian Clowney, okay. Nick Chubb, Jack Conklin. Miles Garrett. I mean, it's oh, it's shoot. the core of their team, right? Oh, so, gosh. I when when you look at the Chargers game last week, the thing that really stood out was their secondary, right? I mean, there were plays where Miles Garrett got to the quarterback, but when you have a mobile quarterback back there and a secondary that is depleted and weak, I look at someone like Kyler Murray that can move the play, extend, and again, if you've got those guys in pass coverage for four, five, six, seven seconds, eventually people like Hop. AJ green. They're going to get open Uh, to me. I know it's, it's the Browns are are laying the three. I got the Cardinals money line, man. I think that they're going to go out there and they're going to show people why they've won five games so far, right? It was a hard fought game to beat the 49ers defensive struggle. I get that. We're banged up too. At the end of the day, I think that we're the superior team. We're going to go out there and we're going to show people what the NFC West is made of.
0: You made me a believer. You made me, a, I believe, a little bit more now. We beat the Rams, and I, it didn't matter to me. We played crappy against the Niners. That's all that mattered to me. But I want to win. I believe it. I believe it. Jay, I have here in the notes, man, you're, you're feeling the over. And I'm I'm going to intro you on that, and I'm going to chime in and say I, I kind of agree with that, man. The Browns were in a hell of a shootout last week. I don't think the Niners are a shootout team, so the Cardinals were a little bit low. But we've been known to shoot before. So let me. what are you thinking about the over there? 50 and a half?
2: Yeah. I think at the time of this pod, actually, which is what we're Wednesday night here, I think the line has decreased a little bit. I think I saw it at 49 uh, before this pod. It's
0: like what, 25, 24, each of the teams. Like that's not, that's not bad.
2: Yeah. I'm taking the over on this game. I think that this, you know, both teams have the potential to be a high powered offense. And we've seen the Browns let up some points. I think the Cardinals are better on defense than the Browns are. Um, But 25 a piece, even like a 35 to 20. 526 game like that's still going to get you over that 49 so i i could see it being a game like that and i would take the over on this game but i'm also i like the cards you know i'm going to take the cards plus three i'll probably take the cards money line in another parlay that i do but i also i really like the over on this game
1: i'm down man i'm down I'm, i'm i just want the cardinals to win I'll make one one last comment on this, at least a little bit of a, a contrary opinion on the over. I think when you look at those two running backs, if they do play, the, the run splits, the run cadence that those Browns have is scary. I mean, they ran all over the Chargers. And my fear is time's going to run, the Cardinals are going to work, and they're going to try to run the ball as well, whether it's Kyler, whether it's other folks on our You're team. you going to be lower scored. I, I I think there's an opportunity where... 50 points you, you might not get there right you might not run out of you might run out of time frankly if you look back to the browns and the vikings game you probably thought that was a shootout right coming out sure. of the cardinals and the vikings playing high scoring game if you look in the first half there were like four drives between the three of them right they were very long prolonged drives where we were picking up third down so i, I could see that potentially um yeah if, if they're running the ball well i could see the under being uh in play
0: I'm loving it. Something to ponder and just, you know, kind of think about as as the days are coming keep an eye on those injury reports too. A side note, Ricky, are are Chubb and Hunt on in an in injury report? Because you mentioned yeah, it, those Chubb, running backs play.
1: Nick, Nick Nick Chubb is currently sitting there with a calf injury and oh my uh, Lord. dream hunt's got both a, a wrist and a knee. Now, granted, there's a lot of uh the injury report that's a little bit of uh pat, patting your stats and kind of throwing people off your uh, I'm gonna say side off person. your scent. I'm going to say
0: side note as a Cardinals fan, that makes me feel much happier than I did at the beginning of that segment. So I'm going to take that as a small victory here and let's, and I'm good. I'm good after that. Yeah. Alrighty. Okay. Next, next game up. Um, I'm feeling like there's a couple of bloodbaths this week that I definitely feel like could just get out of hand again. This is the Patriots at home, uh, playing the Cowboys. Cowboys are four and one Uh, Cowboys opening minus four and a half, 49 and a half over under. I said it last week, the Cowboys took a step. I no longer think of them as being a piece of garbage in the, in the garbage can They're the, you know, Seinfeld reference. They're the the donut on top. I'm feeling like the Cowboys are going to get it this week. I don't know. What are we thinking?
2: Yeah, no, I'm with you on that. I like the Cowboys. I think they're for real. I think they've got, uh, they've got a really strong team. They're able to come together and and play on both sides of the ball, which I think is, is super important. Zeke was in the Patriots. He, he has ripped off some, you know, some big runs and I think the Patriots have struggled to find it all. And put it all together in, in into one game. I feel like the who they play last week? The Texans. Texans, man.
0: Yeah, they made it real yeah, close. Yeah, they barely too. won. Yeah, they made it real close.
2: And I didn't expect that. I think we all kind of crap talked uh Davis Mills last week. And I, I mean he led he led the offense to to score points against the Patriots. So they only won the won by Patriots, three. if we don't tease that, if we
0: don't tease that, like it, it's not good for us. Like I had a minus one. And like there were times where I was greatly, greatly worried that it wasn't
1: even gonna be minus one.
2: Yeah. So my pick is, is Cowboys minus four and a half. I
1: agree. I might not even tease that one. You know, the only thing that makes me kind of pause a little bit is two of those scores in that game against Houston were really just bad defensive coverage, right? I mean, it was defensive back running stride for stride with the wide receiver kind of getting tangled up in their own feet and going down. Right. So obviously a good team finds a way to come back and win the game. And that's what the Pats did. I think I heard the stat, they were missing four out of five of their offensive line starters. Right. So kind of a ridiculous stat. I mean, again, when you look at Houston and when you look at the Cowboys, two fundamentally different offenses, I totally would be laying the four and a half for the Cowboys. I don't think it's going to be as big of a bloodbath though, as, as, the performance from the previous week would, you know, show you.
0: I would like to say though, Ricky, to that point where you said good teams find a way to win. I also think bad teams find a way to lose. So I don't know if saying that the Patriots are a good team, they find a way to win as much as I do think that the Texans are a crap team and they, at the end of the day, you know, nobody's going to say that they're giving away for picks in week five, but I, I don't know if that team is, is, is wanting to win quite frankly. And I don't know if the Patriots found a way to win or the Texans said, you know, we're just not good enough. We, we, you're know, not going to win, but that's my take. And we're, we're going to have a moment of uh, a moment for our friend in the, in the silver and black over there. We're going to move over here to the Broncos and the Raiders game. Broncos are home Raiders away. Broncos are opening minus three and a half. I'm not sure if the Broncos are a good team. Over under is 44. But before we get to that, we're going to have Jay just tell us a little bit about what happened with uh, with his head coach this week. What are your thoughts as a Raiders fan, Jay? Just walk us through that. Are you po- like, is it positive that this happened? Do you think this is good? What What do you think?
2: It's a tough one. It's a tough one for NFL fans. It's a tough one for Raiders fans. It's a tough one for the players, the coaches, those who are affected. Oh, massive? Uh, the what the hell? The like sponsors? What? Oh, my God. I know. It, it was a tough one. And there are a couple of things that I want to get off my chest just quickly. I think that this, what's kind of come to light is bigger than just the Raiders organization. And it's bigger than just John Gruden, right? Like this is still something that, that is a part of the NFL. And for us as a sport, as fans, players, coaches, like we have to figure out how to move forward. And I think there's a positive in this. Obviously, like I feel for anyone that was affected, offended, um, in the organizations that are involved. But at the same time, there's a positive because it it basically renews our focus on on moving forward and having the conversations that need to be had. Um, and clearly, there's still a lot of work that needs to be done in order for us to find that that equality in the league.
0: Bro, the Bucks removed him from the Ring of Honor.
2: Yeah. And rightfully so. I mean, you, you see what, you know, you read the emails, you see what's come out in, in the New York times and then all over Twitter as well. And I mean, deservedly so like he should not be a part of the organization. And it's sad. It's sad as a Raiders fan. It's sad as an organization because it's you see what a Al human Davis too, man.
0: Did. it's even sad it as is. a human,
2: but you see what the Raiders organization stands for with Al Davis and with Mark Davis. And they've always been a huge proponent of inclusion, diversity and equality um, of social justice of, you know, promoting awareness around domestic violence like they've done so much for the league and so much for the players and it's shocking to me I almost feel like I was lied to Um, I know that I've seen a few reports I think from Keyshawn Johnson that said that Gruden was a fraud and to some degree I feel I feel that type of way because you always hear reports about him being a players coach that everyone loves him that he's got the trust and respect of the locker room and you hear something like this come out and you see it and it just it doesn't match up and it makes you feel some type of way and I I feel like I was lied to and it's, it sucks.
0: So I'm going to channel your energy, Jay. Do you think that this, and let's, you know, I appreciate those thoughts. Do you think that this is going to have a positive impact on the game this week for the Raiders? I know that the team was clicking, right? They played very well against the Ravens on Monday night football. Every, I mean, we, we as three and O Cardinals fans, you as three and O Raiders fans, we were feeling great. Right. But since then your team has fallen apart even before this came out. Right do you think that this, the team rallies and comes back? Or do you think that this kind of leads to what happened last year where the Raiders were looking really good? I think they were like seven and one, seven and oh, one of the last teams. And then after that, they just fell apart. Right. I think they might've had seven or eight wins at the end of the season. Do you think this has a positive effect or not?
2: I don't even know if I can answer that question to be completely honest with you. Um, I think it's going to be a test. We'll see. We'll see what comes out of this week. I think that Derek Carr has always been a strong leader in the locker room and he's always had the the respect mm-hmm. and the command of, of the men that he leads, but at the same time, you know, this, this hurt a lot of people. So I would be remiss to say that, Oh, you can play with no emotions. Like Business as usual. Yeah,
0: of course. Of course. Because it's not, it's yeah. not,
2: it's, it's different now. Um, Elephant in the room for we'll sure. See. Yeah, of course. We'll of see. course.
0: Ricky, do, I don't have any takes for this game to me at this point, kind of based on what Jay's saying, just, you know, the Broncos, I'm not sure if they're good. The Raiders, I'm not sure if they're good. This to me is kind of a stay away, especially now that this happens. I've seen teams bounce back with the interim coach. I've seen teams yeah. fall apart. I, what do you think, Ricky? Is it stay away? What are you feeling?
1: Well, I, you know, again, Jacob, I appreciate you taking the time to kind of offer your thoughts and reactions as somebody that's, you know, a fan, a part of that organization. And you I think you knew the about thing the Raiders. Really, like,
0: that was real, man. Like, that was good. Right.
1: And, and I think the thing that's just, it, like you said, there's a renewed focus that I think everybody that is a fan of football can take into their life, right, and continue to hold the people in their lives, the people they interact with, and themselves accountable for their actions. And hopefully this leads to positive change down the road and and continues to move us forward to a more diverse and inclusive world, football fandom, all of that great stuff. So thanks for taking the time to, you know, share your thoughts. Um, From a a football perspective, I think the thing that stands out to me, the the Broncos obviously kind of got away from what they were good at, which is running the football. Um, So I think when you look at the Raiders, they've been given up about 134 yards per game. Of rushing, um, both Melvin Gordon and, and Javante Williams are averaging about four point six yards per per game. I think that's really the story of this one. I would probably stay away from it too. But to, to Jay's point, how can you come back after a very tumultuous week? Of you know, think about it from yourself in your job. If your boss got walked out for some particular reason that was you know very offensive, would you be able to just put that aside and go do your job? I don't know. So if I had to lean a particular way, it's probably the Broncos, but I think this is one of those that if you, if you go toward it, you're going to tease it. Otherwise you're, you're asking for trouble.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's a, it's tough. It's definitely tough, but uh, you know, we got bets to place. So we're going to move on and the league, the league doesn't stop for anybody and you know, they'll uh, they'll try to weed it out and keep it going. But um, we're going to skip the, uh, the Sunday night game. Definitely not as exciting as last week's game. Um, The main takeaway from the Raiders segment was just to be nice, but that being said, the Seahawks suck, so we're going to move on. Um, Last game, Monday Night Football is Titans-Bills. Another game that is, I'm I'm feeling like this could be a trap game. Bills are away, Titans 3-2, and Bills 4-1, and Bills are opening minus 5.5, which seems low to me. I know the Bills are away, but it seems low. 54 points is the over-under. The only comment really that I have, other than I'm, I'm leaning Bills on this one by a lot, is that Every week so far, we've seen a good team play another good team. We have Rams, Bucks next week. Rams lost to the Cardinals, right? That was a big game. The Rams, Bucks was a big game for the Rams to prove themselves. They win, then they kind of come out flat against the Cardinals. You got Cardinals showing up. The Rams are supposed to be hot stuff. Cardinals win, come out flat against, you know, against the Niners the next week. So now we have the Bills who probably won a huge game, you know, in their minds. They played it off saying no, but like, Last year, they would have had number one home seed. They would have had a game in Buffalo if they beat the Chiefs in the regular season. They showed up for that game. They looked amazing, right? Chiefs aren't that good. We, we're, we're making some comments about the defense, but like, did the Bills exhaust all their energy and focus, smacking the Chiefs, and now this underperforming Titans team is going to come? Uh, I don't know. Just something to think about that scares me a little bit. I think the Bills are good. I think they're legit. Titans have proven time and time again to be, to be garbage this year, so... You know, I'm, I'm definitely leaning bills, but just something to ponder as, as you, you know, maybe bet on the bills as like a super lock, you know, just keep that in mind.
2: I, I think I agree with you on this one. Um, is Ryan Tannehill good? Like, I feel like he struggled to move the ball on offense, right? It's going to be the like guy the bill- that I
0: had on my waiver wires that I would have had. Like I drafted Kyler Murray. I didn't want him. I wanted Ryan Tannehill, but thank God I didn't get him because I'm that wouldn't have worked out for me.
2: Yeah. And I feel like the Titans are a little bit one dimensional. Like they've got Derrick Henry and he's fantastic. And... If the Bills just focus on how to stop Derrick Henry, it'd be fine. Is Tannehill gonna have what he needs to be able to move the ball? And I don't think so because you see what happened with with the Bills and the Chiefs, right? And they played a really solid D. They had they went against that air raid offense and and stopped them completely and made Patrick Mahomes look like I've never seen him. Yeah. So I just don't see the Titans being able to get past that if the Bills are able to even slow down Derrick Henry at all. I just don't see Ryan Tannehill being able to move the ball through the air.
0: It makes the Julio Jones signing really lackluster. Like I don't even, I don't think Julio Jones played. He missed a couple of games. AJ Brown, I think missed the last game, but like you said, does Ryan Tannehill have what he needs? I don't know. Like throwing to people that you've never heard of isn't a winning recipe, especially against a good team like the bills. Like that makes it just a really, really scary notion to me that like the Titans don't have it and bills minus five and a half. You know, I'm liking a tease, man. If you can get that to plus, I mean, you're looking good. And even even the five and a half is one that I might leave. You know, that's one that, you know, straight up they might just beat him by a touchdown. Like I I see him beating him by more. So, you know, it's tough. To
1: to me, I step a little bit more into the Bills, right? Giving five and a half. The the defense that they showed against the Chiefs, the ability to get pressure with four, the coverage that they've had, the the skill players on defense in key positions. Of cornerbacks and their safeties, and even, you know, folks in middle linebacker, like they're going to slow down Derrick Henry. And with not a whole lot of other options, their offense isn't really going to move. There are three defensive starters that are on the Titans that are currently questionable. I think this is one of those where Josh Allen walks out there and just shows the league again why he is an MVP candidate. A five and a half, I think is nothing.
2: Will Josh Allen hurdle another person this week?
1: It's got to be over, over under one and a half, right? I mean, he's, he's, he's got to try to double it up at this this pace.
0: <laughs> I think we need to talk about it too. What's what's more, what what has better odds? Like Derrick Henry stiff arms or Josh Allen hurdles? I would Those love are two
2: classics, right there. I
0: would love to get it, dude. Did you see the video? This was a couple of weeks ago before the season started of the guys who get paid just to get stiff armed by Derek Henry. And they're like on all fours, and Derrick Henry is just running by, smacking him in the face. Like, oh my gosh, sign me up, man!
1: Not enough money, not enough Bro, money in the oh, world. Oh my for gosh, that. Sign have you me seen up, that guy's man. fucking
0: arms? Oh Bro, my, you're Lord. on an NFL team, and he's just concussing you with this drill. His whole job is just to concuss you. It's uh, oh gonna my break gosh. my sternum. I don't know how we missed it, but we we put a game of two four and one teams after the Monday night game. So we'll have to work on that with the doc with our little timings here. But Chargers, Ravens, Ravens home, uh, four and one playing the Chargers. Uh, Ravens opened this game minus three. Uh, I think it's since changed to two and a half. Um, Over-unders 51 and a half. I love, love the Chargers. Love the Chargers. I, it, it's surprising to me that they're not the favorites in this game. Uh, they have played so well this season. They played so well against the Browns who, Yes, they have some some holes, but the Browns are a good team. They did exactly what they needed to against the Chiefs where in years before they might not have won the game, it was close, but they were able to pull it up and they made the Chiefs look bad. The defense looked good. Again, not a strong showing for the Chiefs, but another great showing for a solid defense. This this to me is a classic How could you not like the Chargers? And the Ravens have looked good too, but they've escaped a couple of games. They've escaped the Lions game. The game last night or on on Monday night was a close one, right? And the Colts, we're skipping the Colts this week, right? We're not even talking about them. The defense looks solid, but they have been the butt of, of jokes and the Ravens had to go to overtime to dispatch them, so... I mean, I'm a little bit worried. I do think the Ravens are a good team. I just think the Chargers are a better team. And I'm going all in on the Chargers this week. I love, love, love the Chargers this week.
1: There, There is no shot. This is another shootout, right? I mean, when you think co- coming off a short week for the Ravens, how are they going to respond? How are they going to come back? Are they going to come out the same way they did against the Colts and take two, three quarters to get their offense going? It, the offense for the Chargers is not the offense for the Colts. The Chargers are going to score points. They're going to go for it on fourth down. They're going to absolutely boat race the Ravens. If they don't come to play early, it, they're in trouble, right? That over-under line of 51.5, I think there's no question whether you want to tease it, take it straight up. I think that is easy money. I got Chargers' money line. I got them on the over. I can't say enough good things about them. The The pocket is going to be moved much more than you saw against Indianapolis double down triple One down. team
0: one team will be put doing the house some on shooting. It. one team will be shooting this week but I, I don't think both will i saw that lamar jackson had 400 yard last uh, last game great for him it's awesome he's not a running back i, I think the chargers are just a different team
2: i'm 100 in on what ricky said actually i'm gonna take the over i'm gonna take the charters money line i'll probably put maybe house. i'll throw the charters in the in the teaser yeah, as maybe, well with with maybe the, over not the, house. And the points um But I like the Chargers. I think that the Ravens have struggled to, to play a complete game. They always either like have a really good half or they're coming back or going to overtime and and what be it. So I, I trust the Chargers more than I trust the Ravens. And that's why I'm picking what I'm picking Chargers over.
0: I've been in love with our, with our commentary for this week. We will see how last week goes. Um, I mean, it's a lot of fun. The NFL is good. A lot of emotional things have been happening with some good games and, you know, some cool storylines. So we'll just have to see how it develops. But uh, we have some particular picks that we liked this week, especially we're just going to run through those really quickly just to throw it out there. And then uh, we'll go on to some of our more specialized, uh, specialized parlays and things. And we'll wrap this baby up, but I'm going to go first. I really, this week, um, Chiefs versus the Washington football team, Chiefs minus seven. I'll probably tease it. Seven's a little bit high. We, the Chiefs have been struggling on defense. That scares me. Washington's football team has been better than, uh, I guess, better than expected on offense, but I'm teasing the Chiefs for sure. They're going to win the game uh, without a doubt. So one to me is not not scary. Um, Chargers are plus three. I, I don't think I'm going to tease that game. I think I'm going to take the Chargers straight up money line. I really like the Chargers against the Ravens. Chargers are legit. I think the Ravens are good, but I don't know if they're, they're that good. They've squeaked some out. but The Chargers have blasted some teams. I'm, I'm a big fan of that. Or been in at least competitive games and and pulled out. And then the last one, Ricky Hamilton, you were you were the best man uh, at my wedding and I was your best man. I need to ask you for permission for my last one. I was told to stay away. I said I was gonna stay away, but it's not even the end of the damn episode.
1: And I'm asking you for permission, sir. Can I do Bengals minus three, please? As long as you're comfortable with joining me in the fiery pits of hell where we will rot for eternity. You are absolutely given my blessing. I'm
0: I'm all in, man. I think I'm going to do Bengals minus three or Cowboys. I'm going to throw that one out there as well. But it's one of those two. I'm going to throw it over Jay's way. Jay, what are you liking?
2: Yeah, well, I'm just going to preface this with I'm not choosing anything in that Lions game. I'm going to stay true to my gut and and our philosophy. So, I'm staying away from that. The first so my, commandment. The the first no, it's like the 11th commandment, but none, nonetheless, Cowboys minus four and a half, Cardinals over. 50 and a half. I think it's 49 at this point chargers over 51 and a half. I may tease the two overs and throw them together and something else, but I'm feeling pretty good about those three.
1: And then uh, last but not least, Ricky hit us with your, hit us with your lovely picks for the week. Yeah, it's going to sound a lot of, a lot of familiar faces. So Cowboys giving a uh, four and a half with the Pats. Uh, chargers over under 51 and a half. And then again, doubling down on those Cardinals, I think that there's uh, some weapons that that they have not seen, them being the Browns. And I I am feeling pretty strong there.
0: I'm loving it. I'm loving it. I'm loving it. Hopefully our picks can help you get some uh get some wins this week, make some money. Um we are going to hit now our last last couple of picks here. We're gonna start uh we're gonna start with the same game parlay. So Jacob has concocted a beautiful same game parlay for us. He's gonna walk us through it. Tell us why you like it, Jay. What do you got here, bud?
2: Yeah, so we're going to go with the Thursday night game. So I'm going to throw a same game parlay on Leonard Fournette as an anytime touchdown scorer. I think that's for sure going to happen. Over 249 and a half for Tom Brady in the air. And then also over 49 and a half for Leonard Fournette and his rushing yards. So I'm going to parlay those three. And it's plus 245 at this point. So it's actually a pretty good payout. And I feel pretty confident about it. So Leonard Fournette, anytime TD, Tom Brady over 249 and a half. And for net over 49 and a half.
0: Do you think, uh Jay, really quick, last thing, closing on yours, do you think that Tom Brady still harbors any resentment towards Philadelphia? Do you think he shows up a little bit more for some of these for the for this game in particular against the Eagles, stealing Super Bowl from him?
2: Hey, Tom Brady is the GOAT. He's showing up. He's he's gonna do what it takes and he's gonna put on a show.
0: I agree. And you know, he might just love beating everybody at, at 45. Like he's showing up for every game because he's like, no one's ever done this before. Like that's you know, that's his, that's his motivation. Uh, we're going to move now to the next, uh, the next one. We got the boo thing, pick of the week brought to you by uh, Kayla, Christina and Katie. We got two wives and a fiance in there. Rickard, Rickard Richard's going to walk us through those. Tell us Jay, what are the ladies like this week?
1: Yes, sir. So we're going to start with Kayla. We got the uh, Arizona Coyotes hockey team getting a one and a half against the Blue Jackets uh, moving on to Christina staying with kind of the Arizona theme here. We've got the Phoenix Mercury in the WNBA championship against the Chicago Sky. We've got them money line. And then last but not least, kind of keeping that, uh, that hometown flavor. We've got Katie who is going to be on the money line for our uh, good old fashioned Nebraska Cornhuskers football club. Go big red. I've never said that out loud in my life. So. Sorry, Sun Devils. Uh,
0: I'm gonna close this baby up for us. We're gonna do the Jarlay. It's all the first letter of all of our names put together. It rhymes with Parlay. It's the Jarlay. We're doing it every week. Um, so we're gonna start with Ricky's pick. We got the Cowboys minus three. We're going with Jay next. He's got the Bucks money line. He uh, couldn't ride the points with that one. It was too high. It was totally fine. I'm gonna close it. I'm gonna do. Uh, I'm gonna change mine to Chargers money line as well. I had it as two and a half. did move from three but i am going chargers money line so this one's going to be just to recap it's cowboys minus three bucks money line chargers money line the odds um with the spread for the chargers was plus 395 so it's probably a little bit higher if you ride the money line let's get it this week okay we're feeling really confident some of those picks uh Dis- disclosure with the, the booth thing pick. They just pick random teams. So uh, be careful with that one. But the other ones we're feeling really good about. So we do yeah. like it and we hope you liked our picks this week. We hope you liked our pods this week. Remember to follow us at Cashed Out Pod on Insta and Twitter. Let us know next week how you did. Let us know how we did. Tell us we were bad. Tell us what we were good. How much money did you win? How much money did you lose? Um, but let us know, man. Remember to follow us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts. Actually, not wherever, just those two. Those are the only ones we have. We'll figure out the rest later. Do those ones now. Um, But make sure, make sure, make sure that you have a good time this week. Enjoy the hell out of the games. Boys, any final notes before we close this baby up?
2: Yeah, be kind to one another. You know, I think after what we've seen this week, that's that's the ultimate message. I'm loving it. I feel like
0: that is a great note to end on. Remember to be kind and be well. Have a wonderful week. Stay safe. Take care. Peace. Mm